0: So, what would the gay death look like? There would be no more clubbing until the sun came up. There would be no more vacations to hot, sunny destination with the most beautiful men from around the world vying for our attention. There would be no more one-night encounters to meet our sexual desires. Life would now mainly revolve around antique shopping and having sassy comments full of sage wisdom for the younger generation. My name is Eric, and welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. I've been feeling very melancholy. I don't want to say sad. But now that I am at the end of my coming to the end of my life cycle I'm 71, and things pop in my head from the past, and when things in the present happens, and I'm talking about, um, when I hear about <clears throat> people my age, especially when I hear about people younger than me passing away, I become, you know, I call it melancholy. I be, I don't want to say sad, I become thinking about. Um, there was a, a friend of a friend who was 70, passed away. And I'm thinking, wow, being that I'm a, a baby boomer and was there in the AIDS epidemic, you kind of like think, wow, I survived the AIDS epidemic. And those of us my age who survived the AIDS epidemic, and now are passing. um, It brings like, I can't explain it. I I hate to use the term sad. It just makes you think about what went on when I was younger. That piece I read at the beginning of the show was basically, I got it off the internet. Uh, I think it was a gay poet who wrote that. And the thing is, I was a little different in my experience of being gay in the United States, in New York City. Um, I have people who now, those gay men who are alive on my age, they'll be saying, well, we're very lucky because, you know, well, I guess so. I hate to think think of it that way. Um, um, but the thing is, when AIDS came out, I stopped drinking at 80, in 1984. And when I stopped drinking, I mean, it was it was very depressing because when I stopped drinking, it was no more clubbing, no more hanging out on the piers looking for men, um, no more going to bars getting high trying to bring home men because when you, I did all that when I was drinking so I stopped drinking so I stopped drinking so I had to go to a lot of AA meetings NA meetings and I was depressed then on top of that that's when the death start taking Start going. The death where um, men my age, and I was in my late twenties, early thirties, actually I was early 30 when I stopped, were just dropping dead like you know, like flies. I became an AIDS buddy back in, in the 80s, I guess to show my support for what was going on in the gay community. And after a while, I had to stop doing that because I got so depressed. Um, I was working for the, H, you know, the health men's crisis, and and one of the people there told me that I need to see a psychiatrist because my depression. I mean, you got to admit, I stopped drinking, so I can't get high. If I get depressed, I can't, I can't pick up a drink. I mean, I was even going to OA meeting, so I, I can't pick up some ice cream. I had nothing to how you say, numb my emotions, my feelings. So I did go, and I couldn't have sex. Not that I couldn't have sex, but when you're 400 pounds, having sex wasn't an option. So I did go to uh, a psychiatrist. I've been going to maybe for four or five years after you know, doing all this time. And it was suggested for me to stop being a buddy because I just... Seeing young men, men my age, wilting away was just too, too much for me. And being that I wasn't recovering, trying to recover from alcoholism, overeating, and all that nonsense, it was recommended that I sit back and try to work on myself, which I have. And I remember when I talk about when I see young people now and when when they may ask me or we might get into that what the 80s situation and and i would always say you know all the friends that i went to the bars with and hung out at the clubs are no longer here in fact uh, i was just thinking about it the other day my first boyfriend my first lover um I found out in 2016 that he passed away. He didn't pass away in 2016. He passed away in 2000. A mutual friend of I ran into a mutual friend of ours who said, Oh yeah, how you doing? You know, he's you know, he and this one was still alive, which is interesting. And we knew he knew my my ex and he said, Oh yeah, he passed away in 2000. And that was in 2016. So he was my ex was dead for 16 years. And I mourn. I mourn his death for a whole year. The whole year of 2016, I mourn. I mean, I mourn because I, wasn't, I didn't know he passed away, and I wasn't there to be there for him. But the reason I'm making this podcast is because life is interesting. When I mean interesting, it's different. Life is different. And I'm hearing stories where guys st- women men and women are still getting HIV. Um, men and women are still living with AIDS. It's not as as prevalent as it was back in the eighties. But yes, you still have people doing that. And people still dying of not only AIDS. When twenty twenty came with COVID, when say people was dying, I mean COVID reminded me of the AIDS epidemic, when they say all those people were just Dropping dead, you know, getting COVID and can't breathe in the hospital. It kind of remind me of that. I had an argument with a a straight guy. He said, it's "Not the same. It's not the same." I said, "It may not be the same for you, but for me, my experience when people were just passing away and dropping dead like that was from the AIDS epidemic. And now it's 2020, and they're doing it again. Not what well, the, the older ones, but you know, you, you understand what I'm saying. And but. There is life. <laughs> there is life at 71. No, I can't. I wouldn't want to run into the bars and try to pick up anybody. I do know some guys. I know one or two guys in their 80s. and They uh, they have a, uh, they're on the dating line. And one has him in, in his profile. He's an 80, whatever, 81, 82. He works out three, four days a week. He works out. And he said in his profile, he doesn't want to be anybody under 50 or whatever. Because he said he wants a young guy because he works out and he wants to do this and he wants to do that. So he needs a young guy that's willing to do these things with him. And most old guys can't, you know, most old guys can't hang out. But for me, I, I I just like to do things. I do like to do things. I mean, I don't want to sit home thinking about, oh, this and all that. And I have to admit, this woman told me, we worked together back in 2020. I think I was on Facebook ranting. I was ranting. And she said to me, why don't you do a podcast? And why don't you put it on Facebook? I mean, uh, what I did, that's what I was doing on Facebook, ranting. She said, why don't you uh, do a podcast? Make a podcast. Put it on YouTube. You know, if you want to rant, do it on YouTube and rant. And that's what got me to do this, these podcasts and these um, YouTube videos. Because now, no, most of my friends are gone. They've been gone for ages. So now I have another outlet to socialize. And I guess I am using the podcast and the YouTube channel to socialize with people. It's hard to socialize when you get up in age, and like I said, um, going to the bars doesn't turn me on anymore. And even if it did, it kind of looks kind of silly. I mean, I remember when I was twenty-one years old, if I saw a shoot, if I saw a forty-year-old man in a bar, I thought I started laughing. Look at this old man! Don't forget, back then, forty and fifty was was old. Was considered old. Look at this old man. What's he doing in here trying to pick up these young boys? So that's not an option, and I don't drink, so that's really not an option. Clubbing is not an option. I can't shake my booty the way I used to shake in, in, in when I was twenty. So that's not an option. The only option, not I shouldn't say the only options. So, I mean, if I was in New York City and I'm thinking, I heard they still in, in, in um, I think they still around. I think it's called Sage, Seniors was a senior association, gay for gay, gay older. Seniors. But we don't have that here in the town that I live in. So actually in the town I live in, half the people, I should say ninety percent of the people are in the closet and they all got married and got grandchildren. So anyway, that's another that's another podcast. But I just wanted to express what I was going to. Um like I said, in the past week I four or five people, I didn't really know them, but I have friends of friends, family of family who knew all these people that were um in their seventies, passing away and I'm in my seventies. So it just make you think of your what's that expression? Mortality or you know, it just make. let's put it this way. You know you ain't gonna be around another twenty years at seventies, so it does make you think when people your age was passing away I mean it really made me think when I was in my 20s Were 20 could you imagine being 20 21 22 and guys in their 20s were dropping dead like guys you might see at the bars one one night and the next night they're gone that's a that's a shock in itself I mean that's guess what's what I'm trying to trying to convey I'm back to it's like I'm back to that. But see, now at 70, you expect that. You didn't expect to see people you pick up one night and they're gone the next. You know, In your 70s, you might. I mean, you pick up a 75-year-old man and then you find out two days later he's gone. Well, well, I mean, 75 or 76. Anyway, that's the craziness you heard coming out of my head. Thank you.